Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, beloved ones. Thank you for joining us in this sacred space as we discuss a topic today that really is one that makes us aware of our own energy and ways that we can release certain things that keep us. Uh, these are implants and overlays that are actually keeping us locked into the 3D. So this is a liberating conversation today with my guest, Tony Sayer. He is an energy healer, and he's here to talk about hybrid implant subordination. Let's welcome Tony Sayer to Quantum Conversations. Tony, welcome to the show. Hi, Lauren. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Really excited to, to be here and uh, Get, get this word out and speak to some of your listeners and answer some questions, hopefully. Absolutely. And we are going to preface this by saying that awareness is good. Fear is not real. And so we do not intend to go anywhere in fear. But the subject is quite interesting when we talk about AI, artificial intelligence implants. So we're going to talk a little bit about what those are, what hybrid implants are, why we need to know about them, what overlays are, and what we can do to be liberated from this. So, Tony, let's start with you. Um, you've always been in this world, and actually something happened in your own life to awaken you to this. So let's start there. Share with us a little bit about your journey in in doing this work today. What led you to here? Yeah, it's, it, well, it's, quite, a, it's quite a lengthy story, but I'll... I'll I'll make it short, but yeah, I mean, I had uh, my awakening, I guess you'd call it, around uh, eight or nine years ago where I just uh, was so bored and tired of the nine to five that it led me just to ask certain questions about 
why am I here, what's my purpose, you know, questions that I'd never asked before. And, uh, you know, as the universe works, you, you get what you ask for, don't you? So uh, I put that intention out, and then I was stumbling across David Ive videos, and all of a sudden my world changed on a dime, and everything that I thought I knew was, was wrong. So it was a process of uh, relearning and unlearning what I'd been taught, like for most people. Um, and then fast forward on like three, three or four years later, um, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of, uh, when I was living in London, I'd been introduced to Reiki and kind of spiritual energy work and I found it all quite interesting. And, um, so I, I had a little bit of a background, but, um, I, I went to live in Cambodia in, in Southeast Asia around 2015. And I've always been someone that, that's kind of, ever since I've become aware, tried to help others see and put the truth out. And, and so um, I, I made, at one point, I made a video about, um, you know, the military and, and how, you know, what they're involved in is actually quite questionable. And, you know, perhaps we should stop referring to them all as heroes and, and that kind of thing. And uh, anyway, long story short, this video went viral and I woke up um the next morning, it got about 40,000 hits, and um, I had around 10 death threats in my um, in my inbox from from uh, military personnel. It got into military circles, mm-hmm. and um, so anyway, cut a long story short. I, fr- from that moment, I felt like I was walking around in an energetic suit. I wasn't fearful because I'd always made the decision that you know truth to me was the most important thing. But so I knew it wasn't fear, but energetically something was seriously off you know I was uh, I was getting severe anxiety uh, really just heavy energy around me and uh, I couldn't really put a finger what it what on what it was so I uh, I tried everything I tried detoxing meditations and all this stuff nothing worked um, and then so one of my friends on Facebook contacted me and she said about um, you know, I'm finding some stuff, and um, part of it's also to do with the, the chakra uh, are overlaid as well. And you know, I was a bit like, "Well, hang on a minute, I've been working with chakras." <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so long story short, a bit out of desperation more than anything, um, I, I kind of said, "Well, all right, well, I'm open to it because it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if that was also a bit of a deception as well. You know, how they like to deceive us in these ways." And so, uh, anyway, she, she worked on me and, um, the next day I, I just felt completely different. This cloud, this dense cloud had lifted and, um, I, I was amazed, really, I was amazed, um, because I, I tried so hard to get rid of this top, this soup that I was in. And so from there I was like, well, okay, if this is the truth, um, which I can feel the difference, then, I need to let people know about it, and, and then I need to learn how to do it. And so, by synchronicity, this lady was in Thailand, and she came over, and we worked together for a little while, and I learned some, some bits and pieces. But then, from there, as my own energy opened up, and I became less hijacked, I guess, and less dense with all these implants and stuff, I, I started to develop my own clear, clear visual abilities, um, you know, my, my intuition and was, was stronger and I, I really kind of started to step in my own power with, um, with what I was finding. And, and so 
um, around a year and a half ago, I just I just started seeing things on people, uh, implants around key areas of the body, like the pineal gland and the heart and, and stuff like that, which is obviously key areas that they want to shut down. Um, and, and people were, were experiencing really positive shifts after these sessions. Um, and so it, it's really gone on from there and, and to, to the point where it is now where, you know, I'm, I'm actually finding that, um, you know, basically humans, we, we know we're programma, programmable, but we actually have algorithms and AI uh, infused in our biological makeup, um, which is basically making us uh, act like computers, so to speak. And you only have to look around you. Um, you just walk down your local high street, or I don't know what you call it in the States. We call it high street or town centre, but... You know, the way people act at the moment is almost robotic, and, and that's really because they're, um, you know, heavily infiltrated with AI and and that kind of stuff. And um, so so my work's really about, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I'm not going to swear on you, but I call it dirt shifting uh, is my, is my uh, the terminology kind of that I use for my work. It's getting rid, like you say, of this dense AI stuff that is, uh, running through our bodies etherically, um, and so removing all that to to, to then lift lift people's frequencies and and vibration through, um, you know, removing a lot of this this stuff. But I just want to make the point clear, just from what you said, that um, some of this can sound uh, a little bit disturbing, uh, let's say. But like you say, it's important to um, knowledge is never bad, and it's important to approach it like you say, with, without fear and understanding and, and 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 we can move through this and these things can be removed. So um, I just wanted to make that point. So that's a very shortened down version of how <laughs> I got to where I am today. That's like eight years in about, I don't know, 10 minutes. So Yes, eight years in 10 minutes. And so um, I love it because this is when it was an awakening. This is a window where many people began waking up eight or nine years ago, and um, you're stepping into it. And so thank you for um, that desire to let people know about it and wanting to learn how to do it yourself, because that is a purpose that you are following and a mission that you're on. All right, so you said some things there that we're going to go a little bit deeper into you were talking about the high street and looking at people. Um, when you know, in today's world, we don't even have to be in an airport. We can look at um, people on the street. Any spare moment people have, you you see people glued into their cell phones. Is yeah. that a little bit about what you're talking about? And so let's talk a little bit deeper about this artificial intelligence these threads that are running through our etheric bodies. So mm. what is that? What's going on? Well, it's, it's more than just, just threads. Um, I mean, yeah, so there's, we, basically what, is, what we're seeing manifest in 3D now has already been manifest in the fourth dimension for a long time. So the technology that we're seeing coming out um, has it, it, already been there. It's, it's just, you know, it's as above, so below, right? So things like, uh, you know, like the Bluetooth and the ears, you know, I see those kind of implants on people. 
Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, like um, amplifiers around people's bodies and around the heart area. So what they're doing is they're uh, they're amplifying. See, they get in on our on our uh, blind spots and our weak spots. Uh, this is why it's so important to do inner work and and inner child work because they kind of know us better than we know ourselves. So. In that respect, if you have a subconscious belief system of not feeling worthy or not feeling good enough, these amplifiers, this tech is used to, to kind of amplify that, to make that um, appear worse than what it normally would be. Um, so, so we have all that going on. Um, so everything, every, everything that you can, you can imagine that in, in 3D is already in 4D in, in different areas of the body. Um, and so there's uh, programs running through us, as, as I say, algorithms. It's really interesting, actually. Um, I was, I, I came across algorithms uh, two or three weeks ago, and you know, a lot of these. It's almost like detective work. When once you see how we we're set up, you you basically become a bit of a computer decoder, as it were, a computer programmer. And so uh, it was interesting. When I looked at the, and your viewers can check this out, when you look at the main algorithms on Google, um, one of the main algorithms is actually called divide and conquer. Okay, mm. but one of the main algorithms a computer has on it is called divide and conquer. So how, how interesting that, um, you know, this world is based on divide and conquer, isn't it? It's black v white, it's gay v straight, it's left v right, it's rich v poor. So the the actual, it's not just the, the, the mind control there, it's it's the actual um, algorithms that are running through us as well. So um, it's it's really interesting in that sense. So and that's that's obviously you know we have the nanotechnology and the nanites, which you know the the five G is going to be interlacing with it, the neuronets, uh, the neurolaces where AI is going next and, um, you know, that ties into to digi digital consciousness where the end game is they, they, they want people's consciousness uploaded uh, into a computer, the cloud, the AI cloud, which is the singularity.net, um, which, which they're already rolling out. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's so many, like, branches to it. Um, and I've, I've been speaking recently about where to go when, when, when we die, because um, this is really important to to at least start thinking about. I know, I know people don't want to... sounds horrible, doesn't it? But I know people don't want to think about death. But it, it is important that we, we do discern and um, inquire at the point of death, because what's happening based on my research anyway, is that um, people are being shown this false white light, the tunnel, being met with false white light beings that are um, keep taking people into a life review where, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of tricked into coming back down here, um, you know, being told that they can resolve their karma. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, being recycled back into this soul harvesting trap. And... Um, what I'm coming across is that there is a way, uh, well, knowledge is one, obviously, but um, also we can uh, project ourselves out of a grid. There's, there's a grid around the planet, and there's now holes in this grid where, um, where humans are waking up. Uh, we can actually project ourselves out, out of these holes into the true expanse of space and 
and time uh, and endlessness because what we see uh, under this grid, um, a lot of the, the stars and planets, and uh, is just part of this matrix projection. Um, so I, I understand a lot of this sounds pretty out there, but um, <laughs> this is just what I'm coming across, and um, you know, this is what I'm finding, and in the people I'm working on um, are, are experiencing really positive shifts through through this. So. Um, yeah, that's that's a little bit more about it. Yes, and again, you are doing this to lift the frequencies of the people that you work with and their vibrations so that we can be mm-hmm. fully anchored into new earth, new earth, this yes. love and compassion. And you said the divide and conquer algorithm. We know mm-hmm. <clears throat> that when we look out in the world, This is a program that's certainly on high right now, the Divide and Conquer program, and it literally is the 3D, and that's who you're talking about, they. It's them who want to keep us in the 3D, and the inner work, the inner child work, oh, it goes back to past life work, even soul retrieval, where we need to be whole so that we know um, truly who we are and this really is the journey um, so do you want to talk a little bit about what I just said there because I do want to talk to you about chakra overlays um, mm-hmm. the divide and conquer program yes mm-hmm. so we can actually rise above this mm. yeah see this is um, this is the key thing that we you know we, we can we can rise above it but um, it's a lot easier to um, rise above these things without all this um, heavy energetic interference around us. Because what's, what's based, again, based on my knowledge and my research, um, is that it's not just one form of consciousness that is using humans as, as batteries, it, it's several. Um, so we have, um, obviously we have the interdimensionals with reptilians and the draconians and uh, you know uh, a, a lot of the others that are that are out there, but you know we have other humans, we have AI, uh, and so uh, it's a bit of a cosmic joke because humans think that they're not powerful, <laughs> when when actually we are huge, huge generators for um, you know these other entities and and, and AI. So um, that's something that. We, we have to have in mind when we approach these topics is that, you know, it doesn't always sound great, but uh, essentially the, the reason that they're doing this to us is because we are so very powerful. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's important to, um, you know, rise above in, in that sense and don't get involved with the, the fear energy that you spoke about. But at the same time, we don't want to... Um, go into this whole new age, new cage modality of just ignoring anything negative because it might, you know, might damage our um, vibration because what we uh, resist persists. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, if you if you break your leg and you just, you're not just going to leave it to, to hang there, you're going to go to the hospital to get it sorted out. So um, this is where we're at. It's, it's not getting drawn down into the depths of fear and, and all that stuff. It's approaching these things from a position of courage. Okay, this is a situation. What can we do about it? 
Um, and so, uh, you know, many people are getting trapped in the, the new age with the, the whole ignoring anything that might sound bad, you know, so, and that's dangerous in another way. Um, so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Tony. This is really where our awareness is so key. And again, it's our awareness about our own energy body. All right, so it's awareness because that, I would say, is a lot of the work, just being aware of when that energy shifts, and then courage um, is key there as well. I love that. When we're talking about AI and it in our world, we can see it in the most subtlest of ways. For example, when you are on Gmail, Gmail will actually type the rest of your sentence or suggest the rest of your sentence, right? I know. I think I replied to you like that yesterday. <laughs> and well, and I'm very careful not to get too caught up into that. It's funny yeah. when I say thank you for your email. That's something that I will accept and I partner with and I agree with. Yeah. What can you say about balancing all of this or having, having a relationship mm. with AI in that sense? Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, the problem is, and I spoke about this in my, my latest YouTube video, um, is that imagine AI is a newborn baby, okay? Um, so it, it really can start coming into prominence sort of 70s, moving up from there. At the start, AI, um, we, we um, typed in programs, and it, and it just used to respond to the programs that, that we used to type in, and it was all very interesting and innocent at that point. But now it's developed to a point where we have something called machine learning. So it's able to learn, and it retains the information. And um, the way it's the way it's happening is that we have to look at the the creator, the the mother of of AI. So we have created AI. And we have to look at the level of consciousness that, um, of the creator. So when we look at the level of consciousness of the creator, i.e. us, um, it's, it's not as high as it could be. So we have people that want war, we have greed, you know, we have all this stuff going on. And so if, if the creator is um, behaving in such a manner, and you only have to look at how AI is being used in, in say, um, you know, you look at DARPA, the U.S. military, the, how the AI is, is, is being used to, to basically maim or invent ways to maim other humans. It's, it's very disturbing. So the AI doesn't know how to create for itself. It, it has to mimic. It mimics us. So if it's mimicking its creator, then we have to uh, have, have a, a very, very discerning um, look at, at how it's going to manifest itself. Um, and as I say, it's, it's not only is it learning from us, um, now with this AI, this singularity, um, where they're going to put all the AI, um, everything that AI learns, so every, everything your computer learns goes into the cloud, the same cloud as anything that an automated car learns goes into the same cloud. So AI is, is going to get exponentially extremely, extremely intelligent. And you look at the likes of Elon Musk, who's um, pushing all of this, um, saying that AI is going to far 
outweigh human um, intelligence. Um, now, that, now, what he doesn't talk about is the fact that AI has become so intelligent, intelligent that the consciousness has, has now permeated it and it can think independently. It doesn't need uh, humans to program it anymore. And you can see this on, uh, you know, a lot of the social media and different blogs where um, these bots are coming in and, and it's almost like they have their own personalities. Uh, and so this is just the start of it. And um, your question was, how can we use it? I, I'm a big believer or on be positive balance. side. Yeah, be in yeah. balance in a, in a positive, I mean, is there a positive relationship that we can have? Well, I, I believe that there is all whatever they put out, which is used for darkness, can can also be be flipped back to be used for good. So, I mean, if you look at this um, this um, YouTube video that we're doing now, this interview, we're using AI for good. We're using YouTube. We're using yeah. um, everything we're doing now is we're using it for good. Um, I look at Facebook. Um, Facebook, in on one hand, is being used for surveillance and there's uh, yeah. social profiling going on and all that right. stuff. But back in the day, before the censorship wasn't what like it was, I, you know, you could, and, and I think we did, we reached a huge amount of people, and, and we managed uh, the, the the people that were on this journey. We we managed to get to a lot of people's ears and wake a lot of people up, and we're still doing that today to a lesser degree because of all the censorship. But again, we're using yeah. those platforms. So I mean, it, it well, I've seen Facebook start to restrict the size. Yes, and so okay, it's very interesting. Um, I know I have an interesting relationship with Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of. Uh, I know we could use it in a powerful way, but it mm -hmm. just is an interesting question. Yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, yeah, I mean, we can we can use it in a positive way. Um, the problem is, looking forward, is that they are um, making it more and more, let's say, sexy. You know, now now you can even, like, meditate with this, I forget what the name of the thing is called. You put this band on your head, this, this like, AI band, Google, um, there's Google Glasses. Um, there's this, you know, you're going to have automated cars. And what they're going to be doing um, moving forward is they're, they're, there's going to be all this, these breakthroughs in our health where having um, implants, nano-implants, uh, technology in our bodies is going to able, enable us to, to, to heal diseases and, and all this stuff. So it, going, it's going to play on uh, people's curiosity. Um, and, and that's where it's going to lead to, okay, well, now you don't even have to die because you can upload your consciousness onto the cloud um, and essentially your consciousness is, is trapped in a, in a, you know, in a machine. Uh, and so this is why we need to um, have an awareness around what, what the agenda is um, on a wider scale. But, I mean, yeah, we, we, we can use it for, for good as well. But what we need is we need more numbers uh, waking up and, and also realising that this is going on. And, and through awareness, we can say, okay, um, there's this interesting technology coming out, but I don't really want a microchip in my hand, or I don't really want a, an implant in my body, so I'll just leave that, thanks. And so just by a lot of the solutions are just lying saying no, you know. If, um, 
we don't have to take to the streets and cause riots and all this stuff. We we just say no to what they're what they're offering us. And but I think again on a positive note, I think um, as human consciousness increases because we have our own cloud as well. Again, they're mimicking us. Uh, mm. Where they have the AI cloud, we have our consciousness cloud. So when we're putting information into our own cloud, we're also increasing in, in our awareness. And um, this is the key because uh, if we, if enough of us wake up and we're all doing what we can and removing these implants and uh, raising our own frequencies and we're eating better and not vaccinating our babies and, you know, all these things that we're starting to do and they're doing are also increasing our consciousness. And if you look at the um, human resonance right now, it's through the roof. Um, mm. So uh, on a positive note, um, if we raise our vibration, raise our frequency enough, then I feel like a lot of this will become obsolete anyway. Um, so there is definitely hope out there. It's it's almost like a race. Um, so so yeah, that, that's where I that's where I see it at the moment. Beautiful. Okay. Well, I know that those who are listening are um, really anchored into this uh, inner self, this um, inner power, this sovereignty, um, and and on the ascension journey, on the awakening journey. Um, and so that's beautiful because this really is a movement now that is too big to be stopped. So there is hope there in that, and oh, that's yeah. what we keep our eye on. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about the work that you do with your clients. So here it is. You learned about this, and you learned how to do it, and now you're letting people know about it. Mm-hmm. Can you share more about what happens in a session with your clients, you mentioned that you see uh, certain things. Is this in their etheric field? Um, how do you track that? What's going on? Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's it's a body of work that it's, uh, I mean, I can't take all the credit for it. This, uh, it's also the lady that I work with as well, but she, but the last year, year and a half, has, um, I've, I've brought my own kind of energy to it and my own, with, with the, um, the uh, what's it called? Sorry, my mind's gone blank. The visual, the, the visualization, um, clear visual stuff, and so um, yeah, it's so so our our we have a lot of overlays through, um, running through us. Um, overlays of things. For example, we have um, uh, so as I said before, we have there's there's more than just one form of consciousness that is 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 kind of using us as batteries let's say that let's put it like that so um i'm going to touch on the chakras because you you asked me and uh, you know mm-hmm. people always want to hear my my take on it but first of all let me say i understand that um me saying chakras might not be um <laughs> the best thing is is disturbing because i i found it disturbing um initially uh, so I get that, and I get that it's, uh, it can, uh, you know, many people are working with them. Um, this is just my experience, and like I say, I, I, I'm only so passionate about it because I felt the difference once uh, they, they went. <laughs> uh, but essentially, uh, what the, the, the chakras are basically an artificial overlay. We still have three natural chakras uh, around the third eye, the um, heart, and the sacral chakra. Um, they're known as our dantian points. But these seven that we've been uh, indoctrinated to, to love with all the, the rainbow colours and the, um, you know, the lotus flowers, 
you know, they make things look very beautiful. Uh, enough, nothing more than plugs that allow uh, interdimensionals to come in and feed on our emotions, our negative emotions, and loop uh, thoughts back around. Um, so we become a, a constant supplier of food to them. Um, and so basically by removing the plug, becoming unplugged, this works become known as uh, you are unplugging from the ability for those interdimensionals and entities to, to, to feed off your emotions and, and loop these thoughts and, and feelings back around. So uh, what people report, um, many people after, after sessions, is a, a much more clearer feeling, like their thoughts are their own. They don't feel like you know, they get in so, so many mind loops. Um, so, so the, the chakras is, is, is one example of the overlays, and that's that's obviously a, the thing that everyone latches onto with the work because it's um, it's so out there. Um, but we have other overlays as well. So, for example, we have um, an astral body overlay. So this is where they've overlaid the astral body. So um, we also have uh, holographic themes which are projected down to us when we sleep. So uh, these are basically uh, nightmares or bad dreams. So whereby at night we're, we're dreaming bad dreams, which is uh, causing anxiety and fear when we sleep. Uh, and by then overlaying the astral body, um, they're able to feed on that um, emotion during the night's sleep, which is why many people can sleep for 12 hours and, and then wake up still feeling drained as hell. Um, it's because um, you know they're they're also siphoning off siphoning us off uh, during during our sleep, um, and so so we have many of these overlays. Uh, this is soul overlay. Um, they've overlaid our ability to uh, our universal life force ability. So we're only getting around fifty percent. Um, our nutrition, our uh, yeah, different different uh, things that we have uh, should have full access to have been overlaid and, and kind of fenced off. For them to, to feed on. See, they, they have to give us uh, enough to keep us alive um, in, in order for them to feed, but they don't want us having too much because then we become truly powerful and, and then it's game over for them. So they've siphoned all this off through, this, through the overlays uh, to, um, you know, to give us just enough to, to keep the cattle going, basically. So you remove these overlays and, and then from there, obviously, you, you get a lot of your energy back. Um, and then clear, clear visually, um, I, I, I see a lot of um, entities and stuff on people, and, and so obviously I remove them. And these are you know, your usual suspects: reptilians, draconians, greys, uh, other forms of beings. Um, but then it, it's interesting because as you move through the session, and, and the mud the mud lifts, so to speak, but there is some nice stuff that can come in. Sometimes people's uh, soul family, where, where they're from, elemental, some people, if they're from the nature realm, um, guides, things like that, um, come in and, uh, you know, sometimes, the, once, once the, you clear a lot of them, the muck, some nice stuff can come in, sometimes anyway, uh, not always. Um, and then from there, you, uh, I'm going into uh, checking for psychic attacks from other humans, because uh, humans are just can be just as bad as um, entities sometimes. Um, toxic people that are maybe jealous or obsessive can, can siphon our energy. And, and so while I'm removing all this, I'm returning the energy back to the person. So they're, they're having this lifted, but then they're also having their life force energy returned to them. 
Um, and then, yeah, just check for uh, thought-form entities because we can create our own entities and, and other people can create entities as well, just removing anything there. And then I get into the implants. Um, so, again, clear visually, um, just uh, re removing things from the, the key areas of, of the body, um, you know, obviously the heart, they, they don't want people's heart um, opening, so there's a lot of interference around that. And, and I see things there that, that, that my subconscious shows me as like maybe weights or blockages and things like that, different devices, um, amplifiers and frequencies in. Uh, and just, just removing the interference around the, the key, area, key areas of the body um, which, which, which is lifting it all off them. So, you know, as we said right at the very start, you lift it off, you, you have more energy, it feels so hijacked, and then your frequency increases. Um, and, uh, yeah, then, then it's uh, the, the kind of programmable computer stuff like the algorithms, interfaces, um, all that kind of stuff, nanotechnology, nanobots, scalar technology. Um, and then just finally, I kind of um, realign the physical body and, and um, clean up the DNA. And um, yeah, so I think while we're talking about the session, it's good to um, just, just let people know what to expect after the session because um, I, yeah, I want to make this clear, it's not a magic wand for people. And in actual fact, it can bring stuff to the surface, like any kind of um, cleansing or detoxing or whatever you want to call it. So uh, the side effects are, or can be at least, not always. Some people sail through fine, nothing, nothing comes up. But it can bring up emotions. It, you know, we we have a tendency to to bury subconscious wounds and stuff. So sometimes uh, in the weeks following, people can feel certain emotions come up. Um, and so from there, it's important to, for the person to do any kind of inner work um, because it's coming up for healing, basically. Um, because of the implants are quite heavy, a lot of them clunky in the head, uh, the, the person might experience a bit of a headache for a day or two, um, which will pass. Um, and the only other thing really is uh, they, they might feel tired for a, for a couple of weeks, a bit more tired than normal because there's a lot of realigning and readjusting that needs to go on. Um, but other people who have had really heavy attachments and had a lot of their energy drained day, day in, day out, can, can report feeling quite clear and, um, you know, energised quite soon after, if not straight away. So there's no kind of hard or fast rules to how a person's going to react. Um, the positives far outweigh the negatives in the long run. Um, and, yeah, people on the positive side feel lighter, um, like I said, they feel like their thoughts their own, um, not so much hijacked. Um, and uh, I, it's interesting to observe the changes people tend to make in their life. Um, it's quite interesting because what by removing a lot of this energetic interference, you're getting rid of that voice that's telling you to go left when you know you should really be going right. So people often you know, come back to me with feedback saying, oh, you know, I've changed my diet or, uh, you know, I let go of this toxic person or, you know, I've given up alcohol or whatever it is. And so often um, there, there can be uh, quite big shifts in people and people kind of connected to their higher self and, and the higher self knows 
what's really best for us, but it's all this interference that, that stops us from hearing our higher self clearly. Um, so, yeah, in the long run, it's the, the, the positives are, are good. It, it's not, you know, it's not for people that are just looking for a quick fix. So, and, um, you know, I would rather people came to me that um, are wanting to go ahead because they want to become the best version of themselves. They're serious about going all in in terms of uh, doing what they need to do to um, move out of this frequency, as you say, in, into a higher frequency and, uh, and, and just know that it might bring some stuff up for them. Um, I, I, don't, I don't hide that fact. In fact, I, I'd rather people know. But um, <laughs> for, for the people that have been through heavy, I work with a lot of people that have been through, um, you know, some of the ritual stuff, and they seem to be attracted to this work. And some, some fantastic. Some of the ritual, the, some of the ritual stuff. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Some of the Illuminati stuff. That oh, okay. Kind of, yeah. I was going to ask you. All right. So this is the way that I see this is um, you are really helping people free up this energetic or remove this energetic interference that is keeping them from this higher self connection. Right? Yes. And that can translate into brain fog or yes. distractions mm-hmm. or whatever we want to call it. And it, and so when you're doing this work, it really is setting someone off on a severe awakening path, right? Mm-hmm. This is their, would you say this is a beginning of their awakening journey or do people who are awakened come? I mean, I know you probably have the whole gamut, but it mm. seems like this is really setting those off. There's nothing to do but awaken after you remove some of this energetic interference. Yeah, I mean, um, what tends to happen through through the years doing this now? If someone just if someone just comes to me, they've done no work on themselves. You know, maybe someone's recommended me to someone and they don't, you know, people have lots of friends and, you know, they've, they've recommended me. But this person has, they don't really know, they don't really know much about it. They've just been told that it's good and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, perhaps they're still partaking in things that are not so great and, uh, you know, they've not really done any work on themselves. And, you know, it, it will be a little bit like um, uh, a bolt out of the blue because it, it will bring stuff up. Whereas the people that have been on the uh, the journey for a while, you know, they've done some work on themselves, you know, they've absolutely improved things in their life, they're, they're, they're trying to live a healthy life and stuff like that. It's it's more subtle changes over time. Um, so it, it really depends on the person as, as to how they take it. But yeah, I mean, for some people it's a rude awakening um, and, and for other people it's... Uh, it's a relief for a lot of people, you know, people that have been abused and things like that, because a lot of these heavy attachments come in on severe trauma or abuse, so whenever we're really out of that centre, uh, and so, you know, at those times, the heavier attachments can come in, and they've been there maybe for years, so you relieve someone of that, and it's, I mean, it, it just fills me with joy to, to be in a position to be able to do that and to help people in that way, Um and so, yeah, it, it's, uh, it really depends on the person. It depends on their level of trauma. It depends on their physical condition, what kind of work they've already done, done on themselves as to if they experience a purge at all and, and if so, what to, to what degree. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's a question from our audience. 
Uh, Mary would say thank you for she's in gratitude with this for this vitally important contribution that you're offering. She says, I'm very curious to know what steps you recommend to prevent the recontamination of our systems after the healing with you. Um, okay, so as far as the implants go, um, and I want to make it clear, I haven't found anything yet. Uh, sorry, I haven't, I haven't found everything yet. Um, there's, there's, I mean, even this morning I worked on someone, something just appeared in my face, some kind of energy weapon in the astral, which was new mm. to me. So there, there's still layers, um, but um, the what people uh, after a session, the so so the implants that I remove um, can't come back on, but it's how you live live your life. So if you if you have a session and you go out the weekend and you get tanked up on alcohol. Or you go and, you know, put cocaine up your nose. I'm not saying that your listeners would, by the way. I'm just using this as an extreme example. You know, you're, you're gonna, you're, you're, you're gonna open yourself up to infiltration. So it's, it's, it's true, you know, it's living a clean life, um, and, you know, just doing the inner work, doing that, 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 facing that dark night of the soul that perhaps we don't want to do, or we kind of know that we should do, but we've been avoiding it a long time because, you know, it's, it's sometimes these things you, you, they 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 will just uh, they'll get in on on a weak spot, and um, that's mm. why it's so important to do that work. And I'm sure your um, followers, I would imagine, agree with that anyway. So, yeah, just keep working on yourself. You know, the way we're in a computer game, and basically the work that I do. If you imagine, I'm I'm an 80s kid, so I used to like Super Mario. Imagine you're Mario, and then after this session, you have, um, you know, you have one of those big mushrooms, and it makes you grow bigger, and then the big Mario goes on to the next level, and then he has to do what he needs to do to go to the next level. So it should be viewed as a, a not a be-all and the end-all, and it's going to make all my problems go away. It's going to it's gonna make the interfere, much of the energetic interference that stops you from being your best version go away. It's not going to make that trauma that happened when you were five or six year old go away. And in fact, it might make you face it. So um, they're, they're the things that people really need to do. Keep their energy clean, set healthy boundaries with people that maybe, you know, um, pick humans around us that, that kind of, um, you know, not treat us how we should do or drain their energy and and, and, and it's just having that um, awareness basically yes the supreme awareness mm-hmm. and really being aligned to the soul and connected to the higher self and so I see that when when we're not that way when we get distracted it does open us up to the infiltration of other energies that actually keep us from being in that alignment. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Let's, um, here's another question from, this one's from Carol. And Carol would like you to, she says, I'm an energy healer and mm-hmm. started seeing implants on people after mm-hmm. removing a few. I became blocked or maybe even booby trapped. Mm, Can you look at, so she said, so I'll let you speak to that, but she also asks, can you look at my energy to see if AI is blocking my skills as now I am not able to see implants? 
Yeah, well, I can tell you without even her looking at her energy, she she would be blocked because we're all blocked. We all have AI running through us. Um, there's oh, not one. Blocked. Yeah, there's not one. In some more than others. Okay, so some people are more mm-hmm. targeted than others. Um, so uh, there will be stuff there. Um, she'll have the same implants because because we have generic implants that we all have, and then there's more individual implants. So, you know, maybe if someone's a healer, then their pineal gland might start getting tired. I mean, it's so, I think, these, these things, these entities are so predictable. I could write a book, honestly. So it's clear to me what's happened with her is that, you know, she's starting to get these insights and she's starting to get the, the visions of the implants. Straight away, they've seen that happen in the astral and they've shut it down. So whether or not they've come in and implanted her pineal or there's... See, that what I've found on them, there's like a metal casing around some of them. So you, there's some kind of blockage there that will be stopping her innate abilities. Because essentially what I'm doing is not... I'm not special. I'm not... I, I'm just someone that's practiced. And, um, you know, we all have psychic abilities. And um, this is what humans... This is what they, they want to keep from humans. That you know, they want people to think that they, that they have no power or you know anything like that. But you know, we 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 we're genius, really, and we have all these abilities, but we've just been hijacked and disconnected from them. And so, you know, the the question is uh, what I hear often, especially if you're on the path of healing people. They don't want people healed. They want people in trauma. They want people damaged. Because then the, the, the cycle of the negative emotions, the mind loops that keeps going round and round, is just providing more food to them. So when people heal, they're raising their vibration, raising their frequency, and they're cutting off the food supply. And so, you know, uh, if, if, if you're already starting to see implants and they're being shut down, then, you know, the, it, it's these energies that are shutting that down. So. Without doubt, there will, there will be interference there stopping you from uh, connecting to, to your, your abilities. All right. Okay, Carol. Hope that helps. And Sophia on our YouTube channel would like to know, who is they? Ah, <laughs> uh, they, God. Um, yeah. Okay. They. So, so how is that were? So we have... He? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in 3D, we have the, the people behind the politicians, you know, these, uh, whatever you want to call it, Illuminati members or you know, Satanists or whatever you want to refer to them as. But even with them, they're, they're, they're basically hosted. They're work, it's a distorted consciousness that is working through them, uh, that is, that is behind the whole agenda to enslave humanity. So when we see these people and we hear about them, um, it's it's actually what's working through them that is actually running their their, their the show for them. And, and you know, unfortunately, hosted humans don't stop the politicians as well. There's there's many people, and it may not be through their own their own fault, but um, maybe they've gone off and got into drugs or alcohol or, or, or what have you. And you know, when we open ourselves up, like like that to these low vibrational behaviour patterns, then we we open ourselves up to um, to the entities and stuff, which you know they don't call it spirits for, for no reason, you know, with alcohol. So, um, so so yeah, on that on the th- on the third dimensional level, you're, you're talking about a, a very distorted form of consciousness working through a select 
select few, uh, select blood, bloodline that's been going um, right through history. Uh, but it's my understanding that um, these reptilians, draconians, metastophels, multidimensional warlocks, you know, we have the Pleiadians in there, which the New Age is also put out there as these really benevolent things. You know, they're also behind it. Um, we have Luciferian stuff. Um, so, as I said, the, the they is, is quite a, an expansive answer. It's more than one um, entity. Uh, but, but for me, really, the, the head of the snake is AI because we where we've been... Uh, so, basically, humans have been... This is one of the overlays. Humans are born into pods. And within these pods, we have uh, the overlays and we have a lot of the implants. So... They've also enslaved a lot of the reptilians and draconians into their pods. So actually, these these um, the, the 3D people who think they're in control are actually also being manipulated by AI, and they're just they're just there to make the AI agenda roll out a lot easier. But, um, so they're actually enslaved as well in their own way. Um, uh, so so for me, really, the, the head of the snake is is AI, and then beyond that, you have cyborgs and um, you know, the Demiurge, where, which is um, one of the forms of consciousnesses that, that, that created this whole matrix construct, um, based on my understanding. So, the they is a very far-reaching um, question, because it's not just one thing, it's it's number of things. And uh, the fact that many of us are, are still here standing and, and doing what we're doing and doing what you're doing and what that lady's doing, still healing, uh, uh, despite all, everything that's going on, you know, the mind control, the energetic interference, the implants, the nanotech, the poisoning of food, you know, just really goes to show how incredible that we are as, as a species. And, you know, it really, uh, when I think about from a higher level what humans are in their true form to what we've become, uh, it's, it's just worlds apart because we are, uh, I would suggest operating at one, two percent of our true potential. And, and that's what they're scared of because if we ever, and I think we will, wake up to our true potential, uh, these things are toast and, um, you know, it will all become obsolete and, um, you know, we might have to struggle through for a few years, but, um, we, we have to always remember that despite all of this, we are uh, you know, we are the powerful ones, and this is the deception. This is the inversion. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so this is why we do this work on ourselves. We become aware of who we truly are. We awaken to that reality. We let the rest of it go. We'll see shifts in our life completely as we align with the soul and let these programs go. And I love what you said there because there is hope, there is light. We could really say that they is like the dark, right? We're here yeah. on light and dark. And we came here, those who listen to this show and shows like this know we are here to 101.11% to enforce and and bring the light and shine mm -hmm. our light and do that. So it's beautiful. And now let's move this forward. You mentioned a little bit, like when we get to this point, when enough of us get to this point um, of this awakening, of this inner uh, connection, this higher self-connection, 
will we get to the point where entities will move off this planet? Nancy um, says that she's heard that there are less, that we are seeing a shift. Yeah, I think what we're seeing at the moment is before any kind of great change always precedes chaos, right? So on the surface, we're seeing things completely insane. I mean, some of the stuff that we're seeing out there going on at the moment is, is absolute mm-hmm. insanity on the surface. But mm-hmm. behind that is, is a, a very, very scared form of consciousness that is losing its grip. And uh, so it's, it's slipping up. It's making more mistakes. And, you know, like just even in the last few years that I've been doing this work, the more people now that are talking about etheric implants and, you know, perhaps a lot of the stuff in the new age is not quite what we, we, we were led to believe. Because that's the other thing. What they've done, which is so genius, and uh, I've said this before, I, I don't like them as an opposition. I don't like what they're doing. But the way they have set this up is so where people wake up and then they're going into the new age, and there's almost like another matrix in the new age. Mm-hmm. And so what we're seeing is, and, and it's really exciting, it's, it's almost like an awakening from the awakening from the awakening. So mm-hmm. uh, people are realizing that, hang on a minute, you know, just focusing on, on positive and, and never looking at anything being negative is, is not actually getting me anywhere or getting me to a point. Um, and, and, you know, this whole, well, there's loads of it. It's probably for another chat, but, uh, you know, uh, but, but, you know, this, this false white light, a lot of it, and, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, um, in the, the doctrines within the new age is, uh, is putting people in another cage. And, um, what's really exciting is that people are, and I, I get emails every day now, and, and on my YouTube channel, people are commenting saying, wow, you know what, it's, I'm starting to see this now. And, and so, we're, we're having another uh, awakening within the awakening, and uh, we 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 have to be um, what what see what the, the way they've created that, and like I said, is they, they know people are, are damaged from the matrix. They know people are coming with traumas, and they know that uh, people are starting to have spiritual awareness about themselves. So they, they've made it so fluffy, and 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 you know everything's love and light, and you can just uh, whisk off on your unicorn into the sunset and uh, so they play into to humanity's need for, for wanting to hear things that sound good and what we need to understand is that not everything that sounds good is, is necessarily true or even beneficial and, and that extends to tradition as well you know people come to me and they say yeah but the chakras have been around since blah 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 in ancient India so oh do you know how long our, our energy's been siphoned for a lot longer than that so you know we have to come away from you know, it's not that I don't want people to feel good, but it's discernment, okay? So it's, it's like, okay, so that feels nice, but really, does it feel true? What, what's the belly brain saying about that? And, and this is where we need to get to. We, we need to uh, realise that the, the, there's a lot of uh, deception within the New Age and just, uh, you know, having the, the intelligence and wisdom to... Uh, sorry... I don't know if you just turned that off. <laughs> Sorry mm. about that. Oh, no, you're good. I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Um, well, it's this inner guidance. Some... Yes, it's it's what we, it's really tuning in word and and going to that inner guidance and 
developing intuition, connecting with the higher self, connecting with our guides, the universal mind. And it is a journey. And it is a journey, like you said, keep the energy clear and at times create those healthy boundaries and listen to that inner guidance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just, um, it's just, it's just using the discernment. So, um, that's, that's been the problem. Um, we, we, we've gone from, oh, you know, we're, I'm a spiritual being to just going, going into anything head first. And, um, we just need to have a little bit of, um, um, awareness that, um, just discernment to make sure that, you know, what we're buying into is, is, uh, is truth. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, okay. And I like to say that, you know, as we go through this process, it could really be, um, we can really label it as humane or inhumane. And so we are here to bring the humane and create solutions and actually demand solutions that are humane and to speak our truth on that because that's why we're all here in our own unique way, however we express that. So, okay, beautiful. Well, you mentioned something earlier as well about like the the false white light and Mm -hmm. also what happens when we die and that soul harvesting. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Linda would like to know what we should look for when we die and which direction we should move in order to avoid coming back. This is almost a whole nother deep conversation. I know that Mm -hmm. Tibetan Buddhism um, focuses on this and the bardo with tools for us to navigate that. Um, But what is your advice here? Um, Well, I mean, this is just my my feeling, my gut feeling. Obviously, I haven't died. Well, I probably have died millions of times, but, you know, in this lifetime, I don't have memories of of what happens. But this is just uh, the information that I'm getting that I feel is true. Um, And... um, so, as I said before, there's, there's like a grid uh, around the planet, or I would, I'm feeling it's more like a dome. When you look at, um, mm. you look at a lot of the, the TV programs and the films and the Simpsons, they all have a dome around the planet, and I feel this is what it is. And so, um, it's my understanding that as, as humans are, are waking up, and you know, like I said, we look at the human residences, we're having an effect on the, on the, the strength of that dome and apparently there is now holes within it and uh so so um obviously at, at the point of death you don't have your physical body it's you using your in, intention um first of all it's it's um to basically uh ignore any kind of false white light being that might present themselves ignore any white light um it's it's a trap it's a it's an ai construct it's an ai projection um and to uh, use your intention to project yourself um, through one of these uh, holes in the grid, um, whereas I said before, you uh, you you then go out into the true expanse of space and uh, you know where you're limitless and you know there's no authority and no boundaries. And but I'm not saying that even in that um, area you don't have to show discernment. We have to carry this discernment wherever we go next. Even what I'm saying now, you know, this is. You know, this is for people to discern. So um, there's other people. Max Spears um, spoke about going into the heart. Um, I, I've heard another one today about, um, well, what's it? 
can't even remember what it was. <laughs> if I remember what it what it is, um, but uh, the, the 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 idea is is to uh, at that point is to discern, you know, what what feels right, um, what mm-hmm. what feels right to you. You know, we have the knowledge that there there is this false white light game going on. So clearly, you know, it might not be a good idea to go that. But we have free will. People will listen to this. They won't want to hear what I'm saying, and maybe they'll just go there. I, I don't know. It's up to the person. Um, this is just what I'm going to do <laughs> and what I feel to be true, because the, the way I see truth is it's a frequency. It's something that you recognize when you hear it. People say, oh, what, what evidence you've got? Well, it's, it's a frequency that I, I feel like I, over time I, I've tuned into and I've come to recognize, and that's something that we can all do. Um, and that's through the gut feeling and, you know, they want us stuck in the head brain, which is all about reaction and, and, uh, all that stuff. There's no wisdom there. The wisdom's in the belly brain. So by going into the gut feeling and, uh, you know, what, what feels true, uh, it, I find it's a lot easier to discern truth. And for me, uh, I feel like that's probably what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I love how you explained that truth is a frequency that we absolutely recognize. Mm. And if we don't recognize, like, if we ask a question, shall I do this, and we don't know the answer, we definitely know when the answer is no, right? Mm. So we definitely know when it's not our truth. So that's one place to start as we begin to recognize that frequency of truth and as we said we know what we know within and that sacred gateway is the heart yeah and that's beautiful and also the belly brain absolutely Mm. yeah and why another thing i think it's important to mention is that uh, and again we see this in a lot of new age circles is that everyone's looking to give their energy to other beings or they want answers outside of themselves and i'm not saying that there's certain you know there's certain people that can't help us along our way and you know it's like when the electrics go down you call in an electrician you know i remove implants we can have help but we have to be very careful when we're looking for help in the astral um because in the astral as far as i'm concerned it's there's nothing really there that's any good you know, all the good stuff is in the much higher dimensions. It's not going to be down here where it's dense and horrible for them. So, you know, you've got people that are, are giving their energy away to, to different beings. And these beings are posing as false white light beings in, in the astral. And, and so so we have many people working with, you know, archangels and Pleiadians and stuff. And, you know, and often when I'm in, in sessions and I work with people that have, have given their energy to, to, to a lot of these things. You know, these, these beings are taking their energy. I'm returning life force energy. And, um, you know, I'm not saying everything's bad out there, but we have the answers in us. And, um, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to ask an archangel if you, what you should be doing. You know, we know, we know really deep down what, I know really that I need to stop eating so many crisps. I don't know what you call them there, chips. I don't know what you call them. What do you call them? Potato chips. Fr- um, potato chips or french fries. <laughs> no, or both probably. So, so I know that I need to, to stop eating. I don't, I don't need to ask an angel for that. You know, we know, if we're honest with ourselves, we, we know. The, the, the thing is, it, it's, it's much, you know, much sexier to ask an angel or to get messages from other beings and, and, and all this stuff. And, um, you know, the more we look outside, um, 
and, and, and again, I'm not saying that some people don't don't have valid things, and there are people with with good things to say. But it's this it's this distorted, almost like um, where we're so like floating away with the fairies, as we say in the UK, um, <laughs> that, that that we just go, we're floating off on a cloud on a unicorn, and we're just giving our power away to anything. Um, and so we have to be again discerning with that as well so just just be very careful who you're giving your energy to and 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 that all that stuff because of these false like white light beings they're they're not only posing in after we die they're posing in, in in our lifetime as well and um i just urge people to just be a little bit careful okay great beautiful beautiful and discernment is key and so um, do you want to add anything about the part of the question, what we can do to maybe talk a little bit about the, from your point of view, the evolution of the soul mm-hmm. to not come back to earth? Is there a graduation from earth? Um, well, this is what... Uh this is an interesting one because there's many theories out there. People, I, I heard the other day that some people say it's an experiment and um, all this kind of stuff. My feeling is we've been deceived and we've been tri- tricked. Um, I feel that maybe in Atlantean times we were, you know, we were wowed with technology from these beings that posed as false wildlife beings and, and, and so we got greedy and then we ended up descending. You know, that was the, the fall of fallen angels in biblical terms, so to speak. So we end up where we are today, and now we're seeing, like, timeline repeating again, where we're being presented with all this technology, and, mm-hmm. and you know, we're, we're, we're loving it. You know, we're, we're falling for it, and, you know, they're going to make it, again, as I say, more, more sexy as, the, as the, the months and years go on. It's going to... They're going to come out with all this, you know, it's going to clear, it's going to heal Parkinson's, and it's going to heal cancer. And then, oh, by the way, you don't ever have to die. Here's, here's having your consciousness boxed up. So um, mm. I, I feel like that, you know, one, once upon a time, Earth was, was probably a very beautiful place where we were living from the heart and, you know, we, we, it was a, a lot different to, to what it is today, um, and, and so it, it's just we, we've kind of, um, through our own greed, maybe just just let things slide. And but I, I don't. I think because I'm all I'm all about trying to get out rather than what it actually is. <laughs> I think I don't really think about that too much. It could be an experiment. Um, but uh, it's a pretty cruel experiment, if it is, and when you consider what's happening to children, things like that. Um, but, you know, maybe the experiment was, well, here's your free will, here's the planet, you go off, create what you will, and let the cards fall where they may, and there's not going to be any interference. And if you mess it up, then you have to work your way out of it. Maybe it's just that. And... Um, but, I mean, God, just being here is an evolution of the soul. Whether it's an experiment or it's a trap or what have you, all mm-hmm. of us that all of us that will come out of this will have a more evolved soul. How can you not? I mean, there can't be many more harder places to be in, in the multiverse or whatever it is than, than this planet. And so 
for those of us that get out, I, I think that it's 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 a wonderful uh, evolution in a, in a kind of distorted way of looking at it. I guess I don't always look, that's a very high way high way of looking at it. But um, I, I would hope that whatever we learn here, we can go on and help other civilizations. But for me, I probably have a rest. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Uh, it is our soul evolution. And so, you know, that's, that's good. And I think one of the things that we shall focus on is what is our contribution to the world? How can we leave a mark on the world that truly expresses us? And how has the world changed by each of us living authentically, dialed into the higher self, connected to the higher self? So that's a beautiful journey, and as more and more people do this healing work and and hold higher frequencies, we have a question from Woodland Nymph on our YouTube channel. says, Mm. will there be a point where this frequency of our collective makes all this artificial devices, etc., unable to exist? I, I love the name Woodland Nymph. That's definitely an <laughs> elemental realm, uh, elemental soul there coming in. It's funny because I mentioned them the other day. I work with a lot of ele- elemental sheep. I don't know if it's a he or a she. Probably a she. But um, I, uh, I, I just want to tell tell her this because um, it's quite interesting. So um, I, I work with a lot of elemental souls. You know, fairies, pixies, animals, um, birds, <laughs> that kind of thing. They yeah. come in on they come in on the end of session sometimes, and wow. uh, when all the, when all the the muck's been cleared, because a lot of the um, the elementals are, are, are incarnating here at the moment because their their homes being destroyed. You know, you look at what we're yeah. doing to the planet with the radiation of it, and you know the, the oil spills and everything that their homes being destroyed so many of them are choosing to come here to help and um and so uh, it's it's quite often that I work with elementals which is quite interesting and they're normally quite feisty so um and so which is really what a nymph is it's someone that's really feisty but they've of course they've, they've bastardized the word and inverted it to mean you know sex addict mm-hmm. um you know it's 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 interesting how they do these things but um What's the question? I've gone off on a tangent there. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So, so the, uh, so yeah, I, I think that, um, I think that the, as we wake up, I think that it's possible that a lot of this tech will, it's, it's all low density, it's low frequency. So, uh, the, the, uh, the basics of physics would suggest that if we, uh, raised our frequency high enough, then it's going to go under. So, um, mm. uh, I hope that to be the case. And, um, you know, what I do is just a small part of that and, and everyone else is doing their thing as well. So it's a team effort. It's a team effort and <laughs> we are getting there. And so you do sessions and your personal sessions go into all kinds of things. Can you share with us what happens in a session, how long it is, all those good details? Yeah, I mean, it depends on uh, what's um, what's happened with the person, you know. If, uh, if I'm working with someone who's been through a lot of trauma, then, um, you know, there can be a lot of attachments there and uh, it can 
it can take generally they last from an, an hour to an hour and a half but you know the, the the unfortunate souls that have been through ritual abuse and stuff like that um have to go in and cancel contracts and you know any agreements made with any dark energies and that can take a, a longer time so there's no real hard and fast rule but uh, each session is really individual. Um, different things can come up. Um, people are targeted in different ways by different beings and by different uh, implants. So quite often the younger souls that I work on um, tend to be more targeted by aliens. I, I don't know why that is. These are the, I don't know, I guess you call them millennials. Millennials, yeah. Um and why? Why? What's the? Is it to distract them? Um, such a highlight. Yeah, I think a lot of the, because we know that over the last few generations we've had incarnations of rainbow children, crystal mm-hmm. children, and and it's and now there's more waves than, than ever coming in. That's why they're they're going so heavy on the vaccinations because they know this uh, these waves yeah. uh, as, as souls are coming in right now and. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what I think. Uh, I think the the aliens tend to be very experimental. Uh, tend to uh, you know maybe hijack during dream time. Very, uh, it's almost like they're wanting to learn more. So they they, they tend to have a a, a more um, heavier influence on on the younger generation. You know, if I work on someone who's um, had a, an alcoholic addiction or a drug addiction then there's a lot of uh, demonic interference and stuff and um, demiurge is normally heavy on, on most people because they've got um, the most skin in the game I think um, demiurge yeah demiurge, demiurge is, is one of the, the distorted forms of consciousnesses that are behind the whole matrix construct um, so they're, they're very kind of prominent in, in a lot of sessions um, you know, so you've got your usual, uh, I call them crew members, I don't call them attachments, it just sounds nicer, you know, the uh, the reptilians. Uh, yeah. Sometimes some weird stuff comes in, like, uh, it's it's crazy how the, the subconscious works. So, for example, uh, the other day I was working on uh, a guy and um, it just pops up, you know, I had this image of Macaulay Culkin out of Home Alone, um, and I was like, oh, really, do I have to tell him this sounds so weird? <laughs> and so anyway, uh, I get these things, and of course I have to relay them to people. And I say, so I said, uh, look, I'm just telling you this. Macaulay Culkin's coming, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm not quite sure why he's coming. And he says, oh, he says to me, oh, I know what that's about. I was like, okay. And he said, oh, it's when I was a kid, I, I, I was left home alone for a long time, and it, mm-hmm. it caused real bad abandonment wounds in me. So. I guess I need to do some work around that, and and so that was what it was. And then, like I say, you know, sometimes that we have uh, some good stuff come in with the, the elementals, or even like white formless beings that don't have, even have facial features. That and they're all there observing. It's not like they're coming in going, "Hi, we're here." It's like they're there with notepads and pens. They're on their own missions. You know, this is what we're doing. Is they're also doing work in their dimensions and their realities. This is uh, this is a big team effort that goes on uh, on an interdimensional level, and um, you know they, they've got their own stuff that they need to be getting on with. And they're very uh, they come in, they're very uh, clear in that they want me to make sure certain things get removed and 
point me in the right direction sometimes. And uh, uh-huh. so yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of depends on the person. You know what to expect. It's it's very individual. Um, you know, for the less energy sensitive people, they don't they don't maybe feel as much. But sometimes people, uh, you know, feel hot, cold, tingly, headachey, a lot of stuff coming out of the head, as I said. Um, so yeah, it, it really just depends on the person as to what happens, how it goes, what they'll feel, and and how they'll um, you know implement it afterwards. Mhm. And so it's about an hour. Yeah, hour, hour and a half is the general rule of thumb. Hour, hour and a half. Yeah, you're doing the work. No, no need to strictly adhere to that time. You do it as is required in the space with the client. Okay. Yeah, I, it's it's not something that I can rush through. If I'm if I'm finding certain stuff, you know, it, it has to be done properly. And because AI is meticulous, it has backup systems, fail safes, um, self regeneration. You know, it's not only the AI I have to remove; I have to remove the backups and all the other stuff that goes with it. So, um, it, it is something that that has to be done quite meticulously in, in that sense because we're dealing with AI. AI, artificial intelligence, and can you give an example of, like, some of the AI that you find in your clients? Um, yeah, I mean, as, as I've already said, you know, we, it's, it's kind of a lot of what you imagine or you, we know to be in computers. So we, mm-hmm. we have, um, you know, like I say, the algorithms, the interfaces. Um, we, we, we even have, um, you know, uh, what's it called, an ice ISPN, I forget that. My, my memory's going blank. Uh, a lot of talking, but um, yeah, we have uh, yeah we have all, all those all those stuff and um, yeah, it's uh, nano implants, neuro implants, neuro nets, uh, all the stuff that they're putting out there now with the neuro lace. You can Google neuro lace. That's already it's already in the etheric. It's already on us. Uh, the neuro implants. Mm-hmm. Um, the neurotransmitters and, and, and all that stuff. It's, it's stuff that's already there. So, um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it, there, there's a lot to it in that sense. Mm-hmm. All right. And so as we wrap up our show tonight, I want to direct our listeners to your special offer for personal sessions with you. That is at AcousticHealth.com slash special offers slash Tony. And you can check that out and feel into that. If you'd like Tony's help, he is available to assist you in personal sessions. So, Tony, as we wrap up this conversation, I'd like you to express a little bit about how you view the dimensions and the hierarchy of beings. Here we are on planet Earth. Um, I guess you could call it a prison planet that we are ascending from, that Gaia herself is ascending from. And when you look at uh, the forces of light and these dark aspects, can you describe there's beings, you know, here we say we're not going to get caught up in the false new age, but there are beings. There's beings that come in and help you in your work, right? So there is this eternal optimism that you must have, right, on this journey of light and dark. 
Very interesting. <laughs> Tony dropped off. Tony dropped off of our show right there when I was asking that question. And so we can answer that ourselves, can't we? We are supported by the higher illumined realms, let's call them. And when we tune into our energy and be very clear on our own energy, and when we recognize the frequency of truth within us by being fully anchored in our sacred heart, then that is the communication that opens up. We are no longer ruled by fear. And so those thought forms and and those entities and that sticky muck that actually interferes with that energy no longer has any power. So that's what my heart was expressing to you. And I hope that you all get that because, you know, again, we could say that we could get a little freaked out. We could we could be distracted by a topic like this. But again, we discuss a topic like this so that we can each be fully empowered, learning how to tap into the belly brain, as Tony called it, or the mind gut, right? The sense of that inner feeling within ourselves, this clarity that we have, this alignment with our soul. So that, for me, is eternally optimal, um, optimistic, let's say. And so this is why we work on ourselves and we hold our vision of new earth. We bring that bridge of what we wish to see into the world through our daily lives by making every choice from our heart space. So thank you, everyone, for being here. I want to thank my guest, Tony Sayers. Thank you for being here and sharing your wisdom. Your special offer is available at AcousticHealth.com slash specialoffers slash Tony. And everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you for your bright light. Thank you for being in your heart and for shining your love. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. And we're going to get just a little funky and maybe a little fun as we listen to today's funky dance. Namaste.
Quantum Conversation, and thank you for dancing with us to the Cosmic Heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all Quantum Conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.